Hello friends, welcome to this week's Contemplate, January 26. As always, this is a time to slow down and become aware of our souls and the very presence of God with us in silence, prayer, and scripture. I pray you're already in a state of peace and rest, aware of the Spirit. But if you're not, whether it's work or family or relationships or this persistent sense of isolation that won't seem to let us go in the middle of this plague, even if you're feeling anxious or alone, a reminder, God is with us, high and low, in constellations and desolations, mountains and valleys. Even your sense of longing for a God that doesn't seem to be there is the Holy Spirit putting that desire in you. That is his presence, that is his nearness, and his community is called to surround you in love. And if you're expectant, full of passion and fire, feeling the presence of God, then he is still calling you deeper into spaces of meditation, silence, stillness, that you might just be a child of God. So let's get into a quiet space, find a quiet space, and we'll take some deep breaths to align our bodies to this slowed down pace that helps us meditate on the truth of God's scripture, our full attention turned towards him. We're going to be reading from Hebrews chapter 10, verses 22 through 25. But first, get comfortable, get into a good, comfortable space. Maybe you're a sitting down upright with both feet on the ground. Maybe you're laying down. You might fall asleep. That's totally okay to fall asleep in rest in the presence of God, especially if you've had an anxious day or week or month. But get into a comfortable space and let's breathe together. Let's take a deep breath deep into your stomach. Again, breathing in grace. An exhale of mercy. Each breath, God's gift to you. Again. with you. Let's take a moment of silence and all the thoughts that cloud our minds, the small judgments and critiques of ourselves and the outside world. Imagine that they're pieces of wood, bark on a river, floating by you. You don't have to reach out and grab any of those thoughts. And you don't have to stop the flow of the stream. Just let them pass by. Every thought that enters your mind. And will rest in the presence of God.
Remember to keep breathing. Again, we're going to be reading from Hebrews chapter 10. We'll read through it about two or three times. If any word or phrase jumps out to you, if you feel compelled by the Spirit towards any of these pieces of Scripture, take note of it. Listen and be open to dialogue with God. God wants to speak to you and be present with you. He is already present with you. On Sunday, we talked about community. A community that spurs one another towards love. In order to be a community that spurs or provokes, the word can be translated provokes, as Dan taught. We must first have a deep sense of being loved by our Father. God your Father has invited you into the fold of grace, into a beautiful and loving family. All of our guilt, all of our convictions, of our guilt are washed in the sacrifice of Jesus. And though we see those things and feel those things, God looks at us with mercy and grace, a loving and kind Father. He knows that we are like dust, the scripture says, Psalm 103, and he has compassion as a father has compassion on his children. We must understand this love, loyal love that goes beyond our own actions or what we've done for God. So this time of meditation isn't to do that we might earn the love of God, but that we might just experience and receive the gift that is love. So, as you're reading, let God, by the Spirit, minister to your heart. Hebrews chapter 10. Let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and with the full assurance that faith brings, having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together, not forsaking as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. 
we can approach God with a sincere heart because he has loved us. You are loved. You are cared for. God sees every detail of your life. Before you were formed in your mother's womb, he knew you. And so now we have a calling. Let's read again. Hebrews 10, verses 22 through 25. Let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and with the full assurance that faith brings, having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another. And all the more as you see the day approaching, Consider the creative ways in which you might encourage another towards love, towards a good deed, towards loving your neighbor. We have an opportunity now as we experience God's loyal love to rethink the way that we love the world around us, to center our lives not around ourselves, but those outside of ourselves knowing that God has such deep love for us, but love for his people, for a whole world in deep need, a broken, splintered world. This can only come from a loved people, a peaceful presence in an anxious world. Let's read again. Hebrews 10, verse 22. Let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and with the full assurance that faith brings, having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not forsaking one another, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another. And all the more as you see the day approaching. Friends, brothers and sisters, the day is approaching when God will return, his kingdom come fully upon us to divide between heaven and earth. It's thin even now, the spirit is moving and working, but there will come a day when all is restored and made right 
in King Jesus. When the chains that have bound us are fully broken, we live now in the already not yet. We are the already not yet community. Full of hope and expectation. But as the day approaches, we are called to continue to stir one another, to provoke one another towards love, towards loving our neighbor, because we have been loved. I'll beat this drum again and again until we feel it. I even have to remind myself, you are loved. A daughter, a son, a compassionate father. Slow to anger, abounding in loving kindness, forgiving sins for generations and visiting those sins with justice to the third and fourth generation. The God of justice and mercy loves you today, now. <sighs> One more thing before we end. Let's take a moment to contemplate two things. One, a way in which you have been loved by God. All around us, there are reasons to be grateful, even in the most broken lives. Maybe I had a meal. Maybe I'm still working. Maybe I have a loving relationship. Even my very breath, every breath, is a gift from God. His Son, given to us as a gift that we might be free. The Spirit of God, that we might be animated to love others. We are so loved. What is one way? which you have been loved by God. And here my goal now, to stir you to love, just as the scripture is saying, anyone that's listening in this moment, even from far away, I want to provoke you into love. You now have a calling because you have first been loved, there is a commission to love and to make disciples of this way of love, this way of Jesus, this way of compassion and mercy, devotion to community and to the reading and teaching of the scripture, to prayer, to worship, to pray and petition for renewal on the earth, God's kingdom come. It's a calling. So what is a way that you can begin to rethink being a loyal, loving person in this world to your brothers and sisters in the family of God and those outside? 
What is a creative way that you can love another? It doesn't have to be extravagant. It can be simple. Something as simple as giving a meal. A compliment. An encouragement. An open and listening ear. And as you walk in the gifts of the Spirit, maybe a word of encouragement, of affirmation, a prophecy of love, help for someone that needs administrative help, your wisdom, whether it comes from long years of life or the wisdom of the Spirit in a young person, teaching. is a way that you can love your neighbor. And one last time, just before we end, reminding our hearts that this is all from a place of love. You are loved. You are so Thank you for taking a moment in this contemplate to listen for the voice of God. These moments are so needed. I thank you for taking this moment. Every time you do this, your soul is reinforced with health, with knowing the very presence of God. And this is what the world needs. People will take time to slow down and become a presence of peace. So thank you. Peace, friends.